So, uh, here we go. Um, get, get to your mat. Uh, find a comfortable, supported, seated position. So, this might be uh, rock pose or um, easy seated position, uh, siddhasana. Um, take your time getting there, as I am. And once you have arrived in your seated pose, welcome yourself here. Start to orient yourself in this time, in this space, in this moment. So you might start by exploring sensation in the world around you. So what sounds do you hear? Maybe smells. Probably your eyes are closed. But you might feel temperature, temperature of the air around you on your skin. The sensation of the uh, objects upon which you're seated. Take the time to absorb this unique moment. And begin to notice the experience of your body in this moment. Are there any Areas that are um, calling for attention out of soreness or discomfort in this position. And if so, how do you respond to that knowledge? Do you shift your position? Do you find an extra prop? Or do you address uh, any discomfort with breath or simply try to sit with it. There's no right answer. Only solutions. Begin to notice your breath, this bridge between the external and the internal. Cultivate a slow and deep breath pattern 
You might transition to the practice of ujjayi pranayama by drawing in a gentle contraction at the back of the throat. If you have chosen the pranayama breath technique, you might consider that sound as adding to the auditory landscape or the symphony of this moment. Symphony of sounds. Please bring your palms together in front of your heart. I'd like to offer a chanting, the chanting of Om three times before we begin the moving practice. So consider that there is the experience of voice within the body as vibration, as well as the experience of the voice outside the body as you... Um, as you Make your voice heard in the world. Exhale, empty the lungs. And inhale from. Bow your head to your heart, release palms to thighs, then slowly lift your head as you open your eyes. I'm glad you're here, live viewer, whoever you are, and, you know, not so live viewers. Inhale, sweep your arms overhead. Exhale, upper body revolves to the left. Right hand comes to the left thigh, left hand behind, perhaps grabbing the, um, the padding that you might be sitting on. Inhale. Grow tall, lengthen up the spine, and then exhale, move into the space you created, look back. Infuse the pose with breath. Again, uh, thinking of the breath as this constant interplay or this bridge between the external world and the inner life, the uh, experience of the body. 
Keep the right hand as it is, left arm extends along the left ear. Lift up out of the left waistline and exhale, lean an angle over the right thigh. Or if you're in a different um, seated pose with the knees face forward, you could lean uh, to the right. So instead of leaning at an angle in the case of rock pose, you just lean uh, to, to the right side. If you are at an angle, use your right shoulder, your right hand to pull the right shoulder forward and look up beyond the left tricep muscles. Notice tension in the face. You might attempt to soften the jaw, relax the edges of the mouth as you turn your attention to the extension, the expansion, the expansion, the liberation of the left side of the body. Inhale, come back to center and release the arms down, come back to center. Inhale, sweep the arms overhead. And this time, exhale, open the chest to the left wall. Left hand to right thigh, right hand behind, possibly grabbing, patting. Revolve left ribs, left shoulder, towards the right wall, keeping the legs and hips grounded. Inhale, cultivate a tall spine. Exhale, revolve into the space you've created. Stay broad across the chest. Look over the right shoulder. Breathe the pose, breathe the spine. Keep the left hand as it is, right arm reaches to the sky, and exhale, lean at an angle over the left thigh or directly over the left, to the left in the instance of rock pose. Draw the left shoulder forward, look up. Focus attention and breath along the right side body. As you reach through the right fingertips, wrap the right outer hip down towards the earth, rooting that right sit bone. By noticing tension in the face, where it resides, might you begin to soften and let go of that which does not serve you in this moment. Maybe a frown is just what you need, but maybe not. <laughs> Inhale back to center. Sometimes a frown is just what you need, isn't it? Uh, ground through the sits bone, lift up tall through the spine. I don't know. I don't have the answer to that. Inhale, sweep your arms overhead, and exhale, fold forward. <laughs> Keep the legs and hips rooted. Reach through the fingers. Lengthen through the sides of the body. Release the head down. Breath to the back body. Breath and awareness. Arrive with each breath. Walk your hands back towards your hips, all the way upright, and stand up. Place your feet hip-width distance apart as you arrive in mountain pose. So uh, we're coming to a standing position. 
push down through the feet, tone the muscles of the legs. I'll introduce the concept now of Janu Banda or knee lock. So the kneecaps draw in and up. Engage as you engage the thighs. Lift into the front of the pelvic crest and lengthen down through the tailbone. So that, uh, that's the base of your mountain. <laughs> the part of the mountain that's the, uh, the, the strongest, bearing the most weight, connected to the earth. Lift up tall along the spine. Roll your shoulders back. Open your palms forward. Take your gaze to the distant horizon. Chin parallels the floor, back of the neck long, crown of the head, Soaring into the sky, piercing the sky. Breathe into your mountain. So I had this uh, idea about mountain pose and rock pose where the names of the posture are uh, conjuring or uh, emulating uh, inanimate or um, yeah, inanimate objects. So it's almost, it's a neutralizing pose. It's a, uh, it's kind of a earth pose. So uh, arrive in your mountain, a place to start. And with your inhale, sweep your arms overhead. Let your palms touch as you look up. And then as you exhale, bend gently with the knees. Bring the fingertips to the floor in front of you or onto blocks, possibly. Let's inhale to come up halfway. Fingertips on the shins, lightly. Shoulder blades on the back. And then exhale, fold back in. Head down, fingertips down. Hips stay high. Inhale, circle up. Push down with the feet. Reach with the arms. Look up. Exhale, hands through heart center and arms back to your sides, back to the mountain, back to neutral, back to strength. Inhale, arms overhead, this time a little different. Exhale, fold forward. And we're going to bend the knees, rest the torso on the thighs, let the upper body hang forward into what I call waterfall pose. Letting the strength of the legs uh, support the release of the upper body. So you might take hold of wrists, uh, forearms, or biceps here. Inviting movement into the shape. Flowing uh, weight from right to left, front to back. uh, uh, Swaying the arms from side to side, perhaps shaking the head, yes and no. Finding points of tension. And this shape is an opportunity to start to uh, allow uh, prana, the vital energy, to flow through different parts of your body, targeting those tense areas, the upper back, the neck, the middle back, the the entire back, really. (laughs) Eventually, you might find your shape in relative stillness. And as you breathe, you might uh, consider this idea of prana, vital energy, moving up the backs of the legs, lifting into the hips. And then as you exhale, 
that uh, fluid energy cascading down the length of the spine, down through the crown of the head, down through the elbows, back to the earth. From here, bring your fingertips back to the floor and start to add to the length that you've created through release. As you push the feet down, lift the hips actively skyward, lengthening along the backs of the legs, and then pulling the crown of the head actively towards the earth. As the head goes lower, the elbows might bend out to either side of the room, pull the shoulders away from the ears, keep the sides of the neck long, and then again, fingertips to the shins, shoulder blades on the back, halfway lift. Exhale to fold in. Inhale as you rise up to standing, reach up, look up. Exhale, hands through heart center, arms to your sides, back to the mountain. Inhale, circle the arms up. Exhale, flow forward with the breath. Inhale, lift halfway. Exhale as you fold. And inhale to rise. Reach up, look up, palms touch at the top. And exhale, hands down through heart center and arms to your sides. So we're going to do, as promised, a couple of things using the wall. So find your wall space and you might bring your mat over to the wall. Um, <laughs> you really don't need, so you, you need a, a, a fairly narrow space, not more, than, um, not more than a yard, really. And you can bring your mat to the wall, but you could also, uh, you could also do this without the mat. I'm not sure what the space you're practicing in looks like. You might not have space to bring your mat to a wall. But the first thing we're going to do is kind of an L shape at the wall. So if you've uh, done a lot of yoga with me before, you're familiar with L at the wall as a preparation for handstand. In this version of the L at the wall, the feet are going to remain on the floor and the hands are going to come to the wall. So I'm standing with my feet, hip width distance apart, and I'm standing the length of my arms and my torso from the wall. So it might take a couple of tries to achieve this height to where um, the sh you can come down halfway so the chest and torso and arms are parallel to the floor. The legs are straight and the wrists are, um, the palms are pressing into the wall at shoulder height. Hopefully all that makes sense. So you're in an, <laughs> you're in an L shape at the wall. Your body is a 90 degree angle. So what I want uh, you to focus on here is pushing down with the feet Engaging the legs, again, Janu Banda, knees lift and draw in and up. Ground through the inner edges of the feet without letting the knees come any closer together. Broaden your inner thighs back and apart. And then look to the wall as you press your knuckles into the wall or the knuckle mounds into the wall and try to uh, draw the shoulders away from the ears, pulling the shoulder blades together behind the heart. So notice if one hand feels like it's pushing harder than the other, try to find more uh, balance between your two sides. 
Lower ribs, draw in and back so that the uh, middle abdomen is not swaying towards the floor and you get that flatness or that extension out of the low back as well. So this is also a prep for handstand. <laughs> so as we focus on lengthening the back body and drawing the shoulder blades together behind the heart. Okay, come back up. You might walk your hands up the wall. And uh, there's going to be a lot of hula hooping today. So make sure you have your invisible hula hoop. Picture it in your mind's eye. What color is your hula hoop? Um, my hula hoop this week is purple with yellow polka dots. It's right over here. So uh, pick up your imaginary hula hoop. Put it around your waist and start going one direction. Knees soft, ankles soft. You gotta have your arms up or your, uh, they'll hit your hula hoop and it's gonna fall down. So, <laughs> I'm real strict about this invisible hula hooping. Okay, grab the hula hoop, send it off in the other direction. If you weren't having fun before, hopefully you're having fun now. Uh, <laughs> okay, I'm gonna go faster. Uh, oh, I lost it. Okay, it's already down there. Okay, I'm gonna pick it up. And place it close by, because we probably will be using that again soon. Okay, so, uh, wall sits. <laughs> Come to the wall. Place your feet on your mat, if you have it there, if you have the space. And then you're going to start to slide your hips down the wall until your thighs are parallel to the floor. Hips are at the height of your knees. Tailbone lengthens down, hands can be on the thighs for support. Notice the momentum of your weight, uh, making your toes turn, uh, <laughs> making uh, the blood uh, go out of your toes so that they are not their normal color. Uh, then bring that weight back into your heels. So weight back into the heels, back into the wall. So hands can be on thighs for support or arms can be up to the height of the shoulders. Back of the head into the wall, spine tall against the wall. Soften the face as you look forward. Strong thighs for five, four, three, two, and one. Slide your way back up. And we're gonna move all the way to the wall. The heels might not touch the wall. I'm noticing that because of the size of my backside, the size of my bottom, then I gotta get my heels just a couple inches from the wall. So, uh, so back of the glutes on the wall, shoulders roll back towards the wall, and we're gonna turn the left knee and left toes out towards the left wall. Keeping the right hip on the wall, keeping the right glutes gently pressing into the wall. Then bring your left foot to the inside of your right calf or to the inside of your right thigh. Draw your body back to the wall. Draw your left thigh back to the wall as you extend out through the inseam of the left thigh. Press your left leg into your right leg. Hands together in front of the heart. Find a point to focus your gaze. Soften your eyes. Focus. A little California accent seep in there. <laughs> Accents are so interesting and cool. Okay, so uh, 
I feel like I'm one of those non-accent uh, people, but I know that uh, there's always something in there that you, that you can't identify yourself. Anyway, arms at your sides, shoulders back, sweep your arms overhead, grab your left wrist with your right hand, and then start to lean the chest over to the right, keeping the legs and hips relatively as they are. So you're stretching your branches, exploring your, uh, what, you, what am I, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, <laughs> your, yeah, your ability to bend. <laughs> and then inhale back to center, grab the right wrist with the left hand, you might lean towards the left. Keep that right uh, kneecap lifted, Johnny Bond on the right side, maybe a very gentle or conscious bend in the right knee so you're not locking out that leg. Maybe gaze goes up beyond the right tricep muscles. Back to center. Interlace the fingers, press the wrists towards the sky, back of the head to the, to the wall, back of the hips to the wall, back of the shoulders to the wall. Push down, reach up, and then arms down, foot down. So we'll do the second side. So left foot grounds. We didn't do this on the first side, but consciously ground that foot. Lift and spread the toes. Send those roots down. Um, your tree's going to fall over if it doesn't have roots, right? So send down those roots, engage the left leg. Turn the right knee, right toes out. Place the foot to the inside of the calf or thigh. Push foot into leg, leg into foot, find that, that stability at your center line. Draw the right thigh back towards the wall as you extend out through the right inner thigh, the right outer thigh towards the wall. So one thing that happens, if you want to bring that knee all the way back to the wall, you probably feel your left hip come forward. So keep, uh, keep the left hip on the wall while you extend out through the inner thigh of the right leg. Hands to heart center. Maybe stay here. Maybe grow the arms overhead. Grow the branches. Take the left wrist. Lean to the right. Maybe look up. Back to center. Take the right wrist. With the left hand, lean to the right, sorry, left. Maybe look up, soften the face. I think the word I was looking for before was suppleness. Yeah, like the suppleness of your branches, as opposed to brittle branches. Inhale back to center, interlace the fingers, send the wrist skyward. Push down with the left leg, keeping a gentle bend. Push up through the palms. Stretch yourself, grow your tree. And release the arms down, release the foot down. Shake out the knees a little bit. There'll be more hula hooping in a moment. Okay. So we're going to combine that shape of the leg with a little bit of the shape of the leg with the wall sit. So uh, take, uh, let's stand again on the left foot. 
uh, flex the right foot and cross the right ankle over the left arm. Going to begin to sink the hips down, not going as far down, not going as far down as we did with the first wall sit. So my hips are probably, um, you know, within the four to six inch uh, higher than my knee. And then I'm going to start to fold forward. If that feels okay with the knee, I'm going to keep my hips at the wall, hinge at the hips, and start to fold over the right leg. Keep the right foot flexed, pushing out through the sole of the right foot. You can even push your uh, left hand into your right foot to make sure that right leg is active. That might help you feel more sensation in the right outer hip. I'm bringing my right hand to the floor for support here. So this may look different. <laughs> you're, you know, uh, it's gonna look different. You're, you're not, you're not me. I'm not you. Our poses are gonna look different, and that's beautiful. So uh, be on the explore, be on your own path here. So explore, explore the shapes um, that are interesting for your body that create sensations that uh, are cool and not painful. <laughs> uh, if painful is cool for you, then uh, maybe that maybe your pose is painful. I don't know. As yoga teachers, we're always saying, don't do painful because we don't want you to come back and say, I'm hurt. <laughs> I don't want you to be hurt. But um, I have to admit that some people, um, I think some people like pain in their practice. Uh, sink your hips down. And we all make our we all make choices in our practices. Okay, right foot on the floor, right knee bends. Uh, cross the left ankle over the right thigh. Keep the foot flexed, and then hinge forward, keeping the hips at the wall. So, <laughs> as I was emphasizing, what you're doing might not look like what I'm doing. What I'm doing on this side doesn't isn't uh, I can tell is not the same as what I was doing on the first side. So um, there's this degree where we're meeting ourselves with acceptance and curiosity and then making decisions that suit what we want, suit our um, intentions for going forward. So yeah, I think with the, the, um, the <laughs> discussion of pain in your practice, um, if your intention is to do the pose to the uh, deepest possible depth that your body uh, could be capable of, then that's likely to bring you into a <laughs> into an encounter and um, with pain. That's that's my two cents on the matter. Okay, um, come on back up as you're ready. And let's get that invisible hula hoop. Let's shake off some of that intensity. <laughs> hula hoop on and swing it around. What's your favorite hula hooping song? I, I wish I had one on the top of my head. Um, okay, grab, grab your hoop, spin it in the other direction. Okay, grab it, 
toss it, and let's do some sun salutations. Need some movement after that, those static poses. Inhale, arms overhead, standing at the top of your mat. Exhale, flow forward, fingertips to the floor. Inhale, lift halfway. And exhale, as you fold, send the left leg back into a lunge. Let's inhale in the lunge, either knee lifted or knee down. And exhale, plant the hands right leg back, plank position. Inhale in plank, and exhale, lower down, chaturanga or knees, chest, chin to the floor. Inhale, curl up, cobra pose or upward facing dog. Exhale, lower down and tuck the toes to press back. Downward facing dog for five breaths. Opportunity to explore or walk your dog. Inhale and exhale fully. Press the hands down and forward, hips up and back, heels down. Inhale and exhale. Inhale. Exhale. Inhale, exhale, inhale, left leg lifts straight up and back, three-legged dog, lift to the top of your mat, exhale and lunge your left foot forward, inhale in the lunge, and exhale, step the right foot to meet the left, fold forward, inhale, lift halfway, and exhale, fold. Inhale, rise, push down, reach up, look up, palms touch. And exhale, hands through heart center, arms to your sides. Again, inhale to rise, look up, reach up. Exhale to flow forward, fingertips to the floor, head down. Inhale, lift halfway. And as you exhale, lunge your right foot back. Inhale in the lunge. Exhale in the lunge. Inhale to plank. Exhale, knees, chest, chin, or chaturanga. Inhale, curl forward, press up, cobra or up dog. Exhale, lower down, press back, downward facing dog, five breaths in and out. In and out. Deep breath in, full breath out, in and out. With an inhale, right leg lifts straight up and back, look to the top of your mat and exhale, lunge your right foot forward. Inhale in the lunge and exhale, step forward, fold forward. Inhale, lift halfway, shoulders on the back. And exhale, fold in. Inhale to rise, reach up, look up, palms touch. And exhale, hands through heart center. Inhale to rise. Exhale, flow forward. Inhale, lift halfway. Exhale, as you fold, send your right leg back into a lunge and then lower your knee down, possibly onto some padding. I was saying this the other day and my students agreed that the older, the older we get, the more we probably want that padding. Uh, 
So we're going to come down into the low lunge. We'll start by bringing it up into a um, Anjane Asana. Pull the legs together. And then hands come to the front thigh. I like to do this step of pushing the chest up with the hands interlaced on the thigh. Propping up the chest, lengthening the spine. And then keeping that length as we slowly release the hips forward and down. So left hip moves towards the left heel as the right outer hip is wrapping forward. Arms to the sides of the body. Shoulders roll forward, palms face forward. Inhale, or shoulders roll back. Palms sweep up overhead. Reach up, look up. And you might even take this into a back bend by drawing the arms back, curling the gaze back, keeping the legs engaged and extending all at once. Powerful pose here. Be in your expression of Anjane Asana. Breathe the pose, arrive in the moment. Then chest forward, arms forward, hands frame the front foot, and then send the hips back into a runner stretch. So left toes point towards the ceiling, left leg is straight, fold over the left leg, palms on the floor or on blocks on either side of the front leg, forearms melt towards or to the floor, Chin tucks to chest, forehead melts towards or to the leg, the inside of the leg. You might shift the hips side to side like you're drawing a smiley face or the, uh, at least the mouth of a smiley face with, uh, with your hips, with your tailbone. And then rock forward into the lunge. Step forward, fold forward, inhale, lift halfway, and exhale as you fold, lunge the left foot back and lower the knee to your padding or your mat. Scissor the legs in, hands to the front thigh, prop up the chest, collarbones broad, crown of the head tall, melt the hips down and forward, keeping the knee, left knee pulling forward, the right foot drawing back. So that, uh, that isometric movement towards the center, toning the legs, creating that contraction, that stability, as you extend through the front knee, through the back knee, expanding. Arms to your sides, shoulders roll back, palms face forward, sweep the arms overhead, possibly. Fingertips towards the ceiling, heart towards the sky, possibly stay here, possibly arms back, possibly gaze back, curl back. Chest forward, arms forward, hands frame the front foot on the mat or on blocks. Send the hips back, right leg straight, toes back towards the chest. Fold forward, maybe round the upper spine. Keep the right leg engaged, kneecap in and up, Johnny Banda. Possibly do that little hip rock from side to side. Drawing your happy, smiling mouth.
Where has the time gone? Oh my. Oh my. It's already 6.15. Okay, let's rock back to the lunge. Press back. Downward facing dog. Remove padding off to the side of the mat. Push the hands down and forward. Shift the hips up and back. Look back to the feet. And then walk the hands back to the feet. Fold forward. Exhale here. Inhale. Lift halfway. And exhale. Fold Inhale to rise all the way to standing, and exhale, hands down through heart center, arms to your sides. Okay, I'm going to offer a Galavasana, or flying pigeon pose, I believe is the, that couldn't be the translation of Galavasana. I don't know what Galavasana is translated as, but um, we Westerners often call it flying pigeon, and you'll see why. So this is a bus stop pose. I've used, I've taught this pose several times. I think it's a nice one. I like it. <laughs> it's hard. It's, uh, it requires some, uh, some hip attention. Oh, and it's got a lot of, um, it's got a lot of places to stop on the way there. That's one reason I like to teach it because you, you don't have to do, you don't have to do strictly the Galavasana pose to be on the Galavasana, um, bus. <laughs> Okay, so bus stop one, ground your left foot into the floor. Turn your right knee, right toes out to the right, just as we did for uh, tree pose, and then place the right ankle over the left thigh, flexing the right foot. Sink the hips down like we sunk the hips at the wall, and then fold forward, hinge at the hips. So this is all pretty similar to what we were doing with our hips at the wall. So here's the departure point. Start to, uh, <laughs> start to bend your left knee and try to nestle your right shin up high behind your, uh, your, your upper arms. So try to get your shin in your armpits. And then you hook the right foot to the outside of the left, uh, left um, upper arm. Okay, I'm looking forward. I'm starting to walk my hands forward, keeping them shoulder width distance apart and hands spread open wide. Shift weight forward, shift weight forward until I can lift the left foot off the floor and maybe start to extend the left leg back, 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 back. Come on, come on, you can do this. <laughs> and come down. <laughs> come down when you can't do it. Okay, whoa, I feel something in my shoulder that I've never felt before. Good or bad, I'm not making that call. We do have a second side to explore, and we will do that now. Right foot on the floor, uh, turn your left knee, left toes out, just like uh, tree pose. Flex the left foot, cross the ankle, over the thigh, above the knee. Sink the hips down, hinge forward at the hips, bring the fingertips to the floor or to blocks. And then the departure point. Walk the hands forward, bend the left knee, try to get the shin into the armpits or up high on the back of the arms. Uh, flex or pull the left toes back so that the top of the foot curls around the outer right arm. Plant the palms, look forward, move forward, look forward, move forward. Maybe kick your own butt with your right foot. Maybe extend the right leg back. You can do this. Five, four, three, two, one. Come on down. 
Okay. That belt's on the other shoulder this time. Okay. Good stuff, people. <laughs> Thanks for staying with me. Even if you just like left this computer stream running and are not doing the yoga practice, I appreciate it. <laughs> it's nice to have company. Okay. So uh, we're going to do a little camel rabbit. I've liked this sequence recently. Um, I got this out, but I'm not going to use it. We're going to stand up on our knees. Knees are hip width distance apart, toes point back. And we're going to do a preparatory pose before camel. And you might choose to just do this pose twice. It can feel really nice. And if camel causes you a strain in the low back, this is a good way to alleviate that or avoid it. Uh, so my knees are hip width distance apart, my toes are pointing back, my feet are pressing down, I'm lengthening through the tailbone, lifting through the front of my hip points, and then interlace my fingers, or you would interlace your fingers behind your head, and I'm interlacing my fingers behind my head. Uh, cup the base of your skull with your thumbs, Inter uh, widen your elbows out to either side of the room, so the chest is broad, open and lifted. And then simply start to look up and lean the head back into the hands. So knees down, tailbone down, front of the pelvic crest lifting up, elbows widening out, and then focus on the space of your heart. This is a heart opener. Inhale, open your heart. Exhale, let it radiate. Let that, uh, let that soul love um, you know, radiate into the world around you, making it a better place for you and for everyone. Uh, gaze up, head back, live in your light. <laughs> Fake it till you make it. Got a million slogans today. Okay, chest forward, arms forward, head comes up last, knees together. Point the toes back, take a seat on your heels, and come to this inanimate object of rock pose. Neutralize, reconnect. So we're, we're, our bodies are kind of fluidly transitioning into these different expressive shapes. And this is kind of like a, this is kind of like a back to earth, back to the connection to everything, back to the oneness. That's my, that's my current interpretation of the rock pose. <laughs> so, you know, get back to oneness for a second, like three breaths. that again. So you'll either, can, again, support the, the head, the neck with the hands interlaced, or we're going to take the hands to the back pockets of our yoga pants. Ha ha. What yoga pants have back pockets? Okay, lengthen the tailbone down, lift the head points up, roll the shoulders back, look up, length along the front of the torso, and then starting with the upper back, start to curl back, look back. 
Your choice to keep the head suspended or let it fall back. Hands to the heels, possibly, or stay with the hands in the back pockets. Fingers to the inside of the heels, thumbs to the outside of the heels. Big pose here. Sentient camel. Embody your camel, whatever that means. Still, I'm, I, haven't, I haven't developed my theory on why this is called camel pose. As you're ready, come on back up. And again, find that neutralizing rock shape. Back to the breath. Back to, back to earth. <laughs> Hips to the heels, hands to the thighs. Head over heart, heart over the center of the pelvis. Take the arms to your sides with your next inhale. Sweep your arms overhead. Palms push into one another. Exhale, hinge at your hips and fold over the thighs. Release the forehead towards or to the floor. And then press your hands into the mat and tuck your chin to your chest, rounding the low back. Take the forehead back towards or to the floor. Wrap your arms back, reaching for the outsides of the heels. Fingers to the insides of the heels, thumbs on the outsides of the feet. Keep a good grip, grip on your feet and then tuck your chin towards your chest. Pull your forehead towards or to your knees and then push your shins down. Lift your hips up. Press your heels strongly into the grip of your hands. Arms are being pulled taut, shoulders apart. Belly button draws in towards the spine strongly with each exhale as you continue to push your feet down. Lift your hips up in this rabbit pose. Again, don't have, don't have a theory formulated about this one. I'm going to keep practicing until I understand or I think I understand why this is called rabbit pose. Slowly lower hips back to the earth. Press your way back up to the neutral rock pose. Eyes can be soft or eyes can be closed. Return to breath. Arms to your sides, inhale, sweep the arms overhead, palms touch, exhale, hinge forward at the hips, forehead and hands down to the earth, sweep the arms back, reach for the outer edges of the feet, tuck chin to chest, pull forehead towards or to the knees, press the shins down, lift the hips up, rounding the spine, creating more and more and more space between the vertebrae along the back of the body as the front body contracts, belly button pulls in towards the spine, 
Shoulders are pulled away from one another, arms drawn taut. Slowly lower hips to the floor, push your way up, and then swing your legs forward and lower down onto your back. Take your arms out like a T, feet as wide as the mat, and let your knees fall to the left. Bring them to the center and let your knees fall to the right. Inhale, center, and windshield wiper the legs side to side, maybe holding them on one side for additional breath. After your next visit to left, bring the knees back to center, re-square the hips, draw your knees in and up towards your armpits, squeeze them in, and then take hold of the outer edges of the feet, Transition into happy baby, side to side, rock, along, rock, uh, rock, side to side, as I already said. <laughs> okay, feet together. Interlace the fingers around the outer edges of the feet. Widen out through your inner thighs. Contract through your outer hips. Lengthen down through the low spine bound, reclined bound angle pose. And finally from here, can you give yourself a genuine uh, soul love <laughs> hug? So bring your knees together, uh, thighs into the chest, wrap your arms around the fronts of your legs, squeeze in, chin to chest, forehead towards your to the knee, tailbone towards the heel. Draw in, draw in, draw in. And then release. Find your way to some, uh, to some, to something, to uh, some version of Savasana that feels safe and supportive to you and uh, you in this moment. So um, we didn't do uh, we didn't do a inversion today or strict inversion today. Uh, so you might do what I'm doing is take legs up the wall to get um, the blood circulating in a new way. Um, I also love to use a strap for legs up the wall so that I don't have that. Uh, I don't have that concern that my legs are just going to fall down if I really let them relax. So I like to make a, 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 strap, a loop in my block, in my strap. I like to make a loop in my strap to put around my ankles. So um, you do you. Figure out, uh, figure out something. <laughs> So uh, the reason I'm putting all this um, cueing into savasana is I, I find that the more um, the more intention I set up with the the more intention I practice this pose with. 
So, so set up with some intention. Some intention that uh, <laughs> again. That, okay, so this is this might sound a little a uh, little far out there, but um, thinking of these uh, these. Um, what did I call them? Non-sentient, uh, these inanimate uh, objects or inanimate um, things as the neutral poses. So a corpse is also an inanimate object. It's a, it's a lifeless a lifeless body, and I feel like as morbid as this uh, this title is, it's so informative to how I I think about practicing this shape. So you might think about just setting the body down to rest. But let the legs be heavy. Let them go. Release any gripping in the hands, the face, the abdomen. Let it go. Set the body down into the earth, into the support. So one way to look at this pose might be to uh, exercise a conscious non-attachment. So that even as we are still inhabiting these bodies, we might recognize that there is a level of a level of mind, a level of being beyond our body and beyond even our thoughts.
As you're ready, please invite movement back into your extremities, the fingers, the toes, the, uh, the crown of your head. <laughs> and then reawaken uh, the body slowly and by whatever means feels appropriate for you. Do you like to uh, make circles with your wrists and ankles? Do you like to rock your arms from side to side? or stretch them overhead. Eventually bend the knees. Uh, if the legs are up the wall, slide the feet down the wall and remove a strap if you have it. Left arm extends along the left side and roll onto your left side body, transitioning from our corpse pose into a fetal position. Reconnect with breath. Keeping the eyes closed, find your way back to a seated position. Draw your hands together in front of your heart or onto your heart. We'll close with the sound of Om, one, chanted one single time, exhale. Inhale for Om. Thank you for your presence, your patience, and your dedication to the practice. The light in me bows to the light in you. Namaste. Yeah, thank you for being here. Um, I suspect uh, whoever was my live viewer today is somebody that I know. Um, feel free to reach out uh, if you'd like. Um, tell me what, tell me what uh, you're liking about the practice, or maybe what you'd like to see more of, um, or you know, just tell me your favorite, uh, your favorite pizza. <laughs> I got pizza on the brain on Wednesdays. Wednesday is pizza night for us. Okay, um, I'm turning off the podcast now.